0: Morgans AM, U.S. equity markets mostly firmer on Friday night, a strong jobs report. Morgans AM, your pre-market briefing. U.S. equity markets were mostly firmer on Friday night. The Dow slipped 21 points or 0.1 of a percent with declines in United Health Group, Home Depot and 3M Co overshadowing solid gains for the likes of Goldman Sachs Group and Salesforce.com. The broader S&P 500 added half a percent with the consumer discretionary sector up 3.7% leading five of the 11 primary sectors higher. Underpinned by Amazon's 13.5% jump following a strong quarterly result after the close of last Thursday's session. Financials and energy both climbed over 1.5% also performed strongly, materials and real estate brought up the rear, down 1.7% and 1.3% respectively. Ford Motorco dropped just over 9% after the automaker posted weaker than expected fourth quarter earnings after the close of the previous session. The company also confirmed over the weekend earlier reports that it would be rolling back production at some of its plants beginning this week amid ongoing supply disruptions. The Nasdaq rallied 1.6% after dipping into the red shortly after the opening bell on Friday night, Amazon broke the record on Friday for the largest ever one day gain in market value for a US company, just a day after Facebook parent Meta Platforms suffered the largest ever daily loss in market capitalization. The small capitalization Russell 2000 index rose 0.6 of a percent. Snapping soared over 58 percent after the social media group reported better than expected fourth quarter user growth and an upbeat outlook after the close of last Thursday's session. For the week, the Dow gained just over 1%. The S&P 500 gained 1.6%, with the consumer discretionary sector up 3.9%, the leading primary sector last week, bolstered by Amazon's performance up nine and a half percent for the week. Energy stocks also hit their highest level since 2018 as crude prices touched a seven-year peak. Hess Corp was the largest gainer in the sector, jumping it to its highest level since October 2014 and locking a gain of over five percent for the week. Occidental Petroleum gained 8.6% last week with its shares closing at levels last seen in February 2020. However, both Meta Platforms and PayPal logged their biggest weekly declines on record, down 24. Point, correction down 21.4% and 22.9% respectively. Those weekly declines followed record single-day percentage drops for both stocks after their respective earnings releases last week. The Nasdaq rallied 2.4% after a volatile week for the technology sector. The peak of the fourth quarter US corporate earnings season has passed, however, 75 S&P 500 companies are slated to report this week, with quarterly numbers from Amgen, Tyson Foods, Take-Two Interactive and Simon Property Group tonight. Elsewhere, DuPont, Harley-Davidson, Lyft, Peloton Interactive and Pfizer follow with quarterly earnings on Tuesday night. CVS Corp, Honda Motor, Mattel, MGM Resorts, PepsiCo, Toyota Motor, Uber Technologies and Walt Disney report on Wednesday night. Coca-Cola, Expedia, Kellogg, Philip Morris International and Twitter report quarterly numbers on Thursday night. Goodyear Tire and Rubber and Under Armour report on Friday night. In US economic data, the non-farm payrolls report recorded a much larger than expected 467,000 jobs added in January against consensus forecasts for 150,000 to have been added. The strong increase came despite the disruption to consumer-facing businesses from a surge in COVID-19 cases. Data for December was revised higher to record 510,000 jobs created instead of a previously reported 199,000, while November's figure was similarly upwardly revised to record that employment rose by 647,000 compared with a prior estimate of 249,000. The unemployment rate ticked up to 4% in January from 3.9%. Wages grew at a 5.7% year-on-year pace. European bosses retreated. With the automotive sector down 3.3%, more than offsetting another strong session for the energy sector, which was up 2%. That left the pan-European Stock 600 Index down 1.4% on Friday and settling with a weekly decline of 0.7%. of Germany's DAX fell 1.8%, Francis CAC lost 0.8%. of Sanofi fell 1.1% on Friday, despite the French drug maker posting upbeat quarterly numbers and saying it still expected its COVID-19 vaccine to win approval in the first quarter and help drive further earnings growth this year. The US corporate earnings calendar this week sees a number of investment banks reporting quarterly results, including BNP Paribas, ABN Amro, Credit Agricole, Credit Suisse and Societe Generale. London's FTSE 100 eased 0.2% on Friday, pairing its weekly gain to 0.7%. That fall get, came despite another strong performance from the energy heavyweights. Shell rose 3.9% a day after the oil giant posted better than expected fourth quarter profits. BP gained 3.4%. However, the major banks handed back some of the previous session's gains that came in the wake of the Bank of England's latest interest rate hike. Barclays fell 1.9%, Lloyd's Banking Group lost 3.6%. Looking at the UK corporate calendar this week, BP releases its fourth quarter result on Tuesday night. GlaxoSmithKline and Unilever are among other notable companies slated to release full-year results this week. Base metals advanced across the board on Friday to cap a muted week of trading, volume-wise, given most Asian markets were closed last week for the Lunar New Year holidays. Copper rose 0.3% to be trading just above $4.47 a pound, extending the key industrial metals weekly gain to more than 3%. Elsewhere, nickel gained 0.6%, aluminium with a 0.9% rise, zinc up 0.4%. The China Kaishin Services and Composite Purchasing Managers indices for January, which tend to focus on small to medium-sized enterprises, are released later today. There was no spot-on oil pricing once again on Friday due to the learning New Year holidays, but Asian market participants returned this week. Gold futures settled $3.70 or 0.2% higher at $1,807.80 an ounce, blocking a 1.2% weekly gain. All prices rallied to cap another strong week for crude markets, with traders citing a harsh winter storm in the US, notably a particularly cold snap in Texas, which is fueling concerns about production outages in the Permian Basin. WTI gained $2.04 or 2.3% on Friday night to $92.31 a barrel, the highest settlement for a front-month contract since the 29th of December 2014. The key US contract gained 6.3% for the week. Brent rose at $2.16 or 2.4% to $93.27 a barrel, logging a weekly rise of 5.4%. Saudi Arabia is planning to list more shares in Aramco, Is targeting a state sale of as much as 50 billion US dollars, according to a Wall Street Journal report on Friday. US Treasury yields climbed across the maturities in response to the non farm payrolls report. 10 year Treasury yields surged 10.5 basis points to 1.93 percent, a level last seen in late 2019. Fed fund traders increased the bets that the Federal Reserve would deliver a 50 basis point increase at its March monetary policy meeting following the January non farm payrolls report. The CME Fed watch tool, showed Fed Fund's futures reflected a 27% chance of a 50 basis point move, up from 14% last Thursday. Traders' attention now turns to the consumer price inflation figures for January on Thursday night. The Australian dollar is weaker, buying around 70.8 US cents. Final retail sales figures for December, the ANZ job advertisement series for January, the TD Melbourne Institute inflation gauge for January, and the AI Group Services Index for January headline today's Australian economic calendar. This is general advice only and we have not considered your needs or objectives.